Before the preacher had come out, he let me tell you one closing story. I've had a half a dozen people tonight to ask me to tell this story. And I'll tell it tonight because I feel the Lord wants me to. I've told it so many times. I pastored a little country church way back up in the hills of East Tennessee when I first started pastoring. We had some very eccentric characters in our community. One of them's name was Old Dummy Brown. Old Dummy wasn't really dumb at all, but he was deaf. He never heard it thunder, never been able to read one word from another. He used to walk up and down in front of the church and do odd jobs for people. When I got to know him, he was 69 years old. Mother and father had left him a little tar paper shack that was his only heritage. Every once in a while, he'd come to church. When he'd come to church, I always had this thought, I wonder if Dummy's saved. One Sunday night, the building was crammed full. I looked out the window, it was BAC before air conditioning. And I saw him walking down there, the little old building was packed full. People standing back in the vestibule. There were things about the little doors on the side were pushed back and people were sitting over there. I saw him come through the double doors and he walked around on one side to look for a seat and there was no seat. He had on his old overalls and his blue work shirt and an old hat in his hand. A felt hat that he had punched holes in for air. He walked around on this side over here and he sat down and looked up over the audience to see who all was there. And the thought came to my mind, does Dummy Brown need to be saved? And then I wondered, how in the world would you tell him how to be saved? Nobody had ever taught him the sign language. He couldn't tell one letter from another one. He couldn't hear it from there. Faith cometh from hearing and hearing from the Word of God. How in the world are you going to tell that old man about Jesus? I dismissed it from my mind. I preached the very best I knew how. When I gave the invitation, guess who the first person was to come walking down the aisle? I took my Bible in hand and I walked around to the side and old Dummy Brown came walking down the aisle. And I took old Dummy by the hand and as I did so, he said, Ah! Oh, 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 oh. I said, as sure as this world, old Dummy wants to get saved. <laughs> I took him over to the side and I knelt down with him and I wondered how in the world I'd get him saved. And then the Bible said that sharper than a two-edged sword, I just used the word of God. And I made the silliest statement a person's ever made in this world. I got down on my knees and I said, Now, Lord, this is one you're going to have to save. <laughs> Stupid. He saves them all if they get saved. Amen. I said, Lord, this is one you're going to have to save. I already know it wouldn't be harder to save him than it would be a hearing man. Amen. God can create a world. God can create salvation in the heart of a deaf man. Amen. And I knelt down there with him and I read and went through the plan of salvation. I just read right down the road and road. When I got through, I closed my Bible and reached out. You know, it's a whack act of a man's will that saves his soul. Yeah. Old boy said to me one time, he said, Brother, it's not at the altar. It's when a man decides to walk down the aisle that he decides for Jesus Christ. I said, put your hand in mine. I believe he got saved right then. But put his hand over mine, and I bowed my knees, I bowed my head, and I started praying. I said, oh, God, I don't know how to get him saved, but, oh, God, I want you to save him. Save him, Lord, save him. A few moments, I felt warm tears come running down over my hand and his. I turned around and looked at him and there was a glow of glory on his face and he said, I said, I believe he's saved. I believe he's saved. Oh, Miss Mary Chandler shouted all over the house that night. Next day I was coming back from college. Came around the corner. There's a big old general store between Asheville, North Carolina and Johnson City, Tennessee, right through Irving, Tennessee. There's a little old general store on the side of the road. I stopped with Paul Parner, a big old cotton fellow, standing out there in tears running down his face. I stopped and I said, Paul, what in the world are you crying about? He said, well, old governor really got saved last night, didn't he? 
And I said, well, yes, I imagine so, but why do you say so? He said this morning he came down with a bush axe over his shoulder. He went up the main curve of the highway and he started working about 6.30 this morning. About 10 o'clock I saw cars start stopping up there. And he said, I thought he'd cut a tree down across the road. He said, I said to Des, my boy up there, and said he came back and said, Daddy, you know what he did? He went up on that big curve and he cleared all the curve away. And he took a pine pole and made it in the form of a cross. And he took an old Bible and he waves down automobiles. And every time a car stops, he says, oh, 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 I told that story for the first time in Longview, Texas, several years ago. When I got through pitching, a young couple came running down the aisle, very well-dressed, and threw their arms around me and said, Preacher, we're so glad to meet you. I said, I'm afraid I don't know who you folks are. The lady said, let me tell you our story. She said, my husband and I are both medical missionaries. She said, we were graduated from Bowman Gray Medical School in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. We were going to Memphis, Tennessee to get our license to practice medicine in the state of Tennessee. We were leisurely driving through the mountains one day. We came down around a deep curve near Irwin, Tennessee, and we saw an old man standing out in the middle of the road. We thought there had been an automobile accident. We stopped. So he walked over to the side and said, tears dropped down on the seal of our car. And he took a Bible in his hand and he said, oh, 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 oh. And he pointed to a cross up on the mat and said he was weeping and crying. And my husband didn't know what to do. And he rolled up the window and said, we drove about two miles down the road. So I saw his eyes were blurry with tears, and he pulled off to the side of the road, and he said, Sweetheart, you and I have got everything, but one thing we don't have is Jesus. Don't you think we ought to be saved? He said, On the side of the road, my husband and I both received Jesus. And for the last four years, we've been serving God as medical missionaries in Ghana, West Africa. I gave old dummy a Schofield Bible. Brother, and he'd go down on the street corner in Irwin, Tennessee. He'd catch a fellow, he'd stop and he'd say, oh, I had all the, all the scriptures for salvation underlined in his Bible. And he'd say, oh, oh, and he'd watch their eyes and they got through. He'd say, oh, 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 and then, oh, 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 I preached in a church in Cromer, Pennsylvania not long ago. The preacher said, I was 42 years old, and I was walking down the street in Irwin, Tennessee, and an old deaf man walked up to me with a Bible. He never spoke a word, but he led me to Jesus. And he said, I'm preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. I say, preacher, what can I do? Brother, if you've got an axe head, you can cut down some poles and point people to Jesus Christ. Just point them to Jesus. Would you stand with me, please, every head bowed, every eye closed?